Well, welcome everybody. Turn this down just a little bit. Uh, welcome to GFBS. Uh, my name is John Roberts, and if you didn't know it, it is National Police Week. National Police Week. Grand Forks County Sheriff Andy Schneider in the studio today with us. We'll be talking about that and a lot of things happening, especially at the Northern Valley Law Enforcement Memorial. It's a brand new thing, and uh, boy, I tell you what, the few pictures I've seen, uh, it's incredible. There's a lot of things going on there tomorrow. We'll be talking about that. Our show today brought to you by River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Tell you what, make the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill your next dinner and a movie destination. Both are right in the River Mall at East Grand Forks. You can dine inside the movie memorabilia-laden restaurant, The Shire, or you can take your meal to the movie you're attending. Now, some of this week's features attractions are Rally Road Racers, rated PG, Hypnotic, rated R, Love Again, rated PG-13, and Evil Dead Rise, rated R. Uh, You know, you can find the complete showtimes and listings, too, online at rivercinema15.com. And don't forget about the Tuesday special of $5 movies all day long at 550 Senior Matinee Specials on Wednesdays and Thursdays. You know, River Cinema, they've got those luxury recliners and expanded concessions. They now serve adult beverages. Family-owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. If you want to go there, showtimes, know their showtimes, look online at morefamilytheaters.com. Uh, if you have any questions or comments for Sheriff Schneider, our number is 701-213-0863. Feel free to text or call us, okay? And before we get too much further into the show, it's time now for our daily segment called Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. And this is very, very lame. I, I know Dale, the producer, is going to hate it. Uh, here we go. Jokes My Neighbor Tells Me. It was so cold last night that my computer froze. Yeah, it was so cold last night. My computer froze. Uh, my own fault, though. I left too many windows open. <laughs> oh, they're so stupid, they're funny. Oh, uh, Sheriff Andy, how are you, man? Hey, just couldn't be better. How are you doing? <laughs> good. Um, Bob Ross was supposed to be on the show today. Yeah. I was going to do this thing like, uh, Bob, you look younger and you're taller and yeah. skinnier. What have you been doing with yourself? Yeah. But uh, no, Bob, I, I don't. It, it, this thing that's going around, this bronchitis thing or something, I bet you I talked to three or four people yesterday that are dealing with the same thing. And I know he's a little under the weather. So he called me up and said, hey. I got Sheriff Andy coming in, and uh, that's just as good. So yeah, how are you? Good, good. Excited to be pinch hitting and uh, yeah, coming in chat to you, chat with you about what's what's shaking down tomorrow. I um, and, and we're gonna get to that. I've, I've been, you know, I follow you on social media all the time. Um, you are a family. I thought man. I blocked you. Well, <laughs> which one? I, I've got more than one name. <laughs> right. Um, you are definitely a family man. Yep. Uh, I mean, you've got a whole team. We do. Uh, yeah. Your kids are they're go-getters, too, yeah. it sounds like. Yeah, they're busy. So what is a typical summer like for the Schneider family? Well, uh, dad works and mom drives the bus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, this, this summer I just looked at our schedule through hey, you know, June, uh-huh. July. And, you know, our kids are active. They mm-hmm. like to stay uh busy outside doing things outside busy. like all kids should be doing yeah okay. yep so they i mean outside of a couple different activities mm-hmm. they like weightlifting they love football oh, wow. they like hockey tennis uh weight training this summer starting for my kid going into ninth grade wow. so he'll be going to central oh good and yeah. taking part in the uh the weight training over there and it it's a lot oh yeah but, but that's good <laughs> yeah. that's good they he needs it so Outside of that, they uh, they're going on year three. My two oldest, they're going on year three of cutting some lawns mm-hmm. and 
they they decided they wanted to up the ante this year and see if they could take on a couple more. Sure. Mom and dad had a little sit-down chat with them and made sure they understood what that would do because we love to camp. Yep. Uh, We love going to the lake on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So they are fully aware of of their schedule and details, and, and we'll see how it plays out. So I'm I know that they'll do it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it might be late or right. early, but uh, they'll get it taken care of. And yeah, they they love to stay busy, have fun, make a little money, and yeah, and save it. They don't they buy they love football cards. Oh, really? That they're not they're not really spending recklessly no, on no. Things, so. And if it's their money, yeah. I mean, yeah. now were you like that growing up? I mean, I was as soon as I could uh, start mowing lawns, start uh, delivering newspapers, whatever I could, I did. Uh, yeah. Did they get that from from dad and mom well, or? I, I grew up out in the country, okay, west of town, and I would say that most of my work happened around the house. Mm-hmm, sure. Uh, until I was old enough to get a ride or, or work a job, I yep. started working at actually Lever Supermarket. Oh, really? Yeah. When I was, yeah, I when I was right old down enough. the street was from there, fourteen or fifteen years old. I can't remember how old it wow. was. Wow. But yeah, I started bagging bagging groceries. You know a guy and, named uh, Nate Jorgensen? Uh, I don't <laughs> he used know. To I don't think there I do. Back then too. Yeah. Anyway, okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, went in and talked to old Roger Voller and yeah. said I wanted a job and uh, filled out the app and did the interview and off we went. So, wow. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. But, and it's good to see them. Uh, you know, all you hear, it seems like there's more complaining about kids nowadays yeah. uh, than, than the good. Yeah. And, and you know how they don't make them like they used to? They're stuck inside. <laughs> yeah. they, all they do is they get a video game glued to their face or a cell phone. Yeah. It's good to see there's still kids that know there's more to life and especially right. when it's outside well we try to manage their time they're still kids right so right right make sure they're playing video games get time to spend chatting with friends you whatever. gotta have your little time sure but uh yeah they they like to to work and do stuff we make sure they do that too well that's awesome um the, the big uh, uh fish fry contest competition between you and mark dobmeyer yeah um you won I, I did. And I it, did. Was, it was, what a, were the numbers? They were crazy. Well, well, it was a photo finish. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that Mark understands because he's been in a few oh, of Yeah, he has. But he served 1,452 and I served 1,454. <laughs> so I, I didn't, I wasn't very hopeful. I think that uh, the numbers started tapering off a little early, mm-hmm. but they came fast and steady and and we started off strong and we finished well so so that is in how many hours 1454 fish dinners oh man what time do we start it's i want to say it's 5 to 7 and they started about a half hour early you know like once they yeah. dipped after oh the line you know, by say, then is 10 blocks say grace, long yep mm-hmm. say grace quick pray over the meal and then uh they start dropping them and as soon as they get orders going they'll start I, I, I was I was one of your them. patrons from that day, so yeah. and you were you were cruising. You were, yeah. and, and you were taking time to make sure to talk. You weren't just handing meals out, but you're yeah. also you know making nice little chatter with everyone, and uh, yeah. got me on my way. And yeah, yeah. you're you're cruising, man. Yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, you got to have a little conversation. I like to hear like how they heard about it, and a, sure, you know, a bunch heard about it on you know on the radio talking about it. A ton saw it on the Facebook pages mm-hmm. and. Mm-hmm. And uh, no, it was good. And it's, you know, at the end of the day, like I talked to Mark and of course that was after his incident, right? So I didn't know how he'd be on that, you know, his touch and go. I think he is like a week, week and a half maybe after his crash. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to bug him with this, but we kind of shared a couple messages back Mm -hmm. and forth, joking about other stuff. And I asked him, he said, let's go. And uh, it's for a good cause. Sure it is. We 
we just we just enjoy, and I can say we because I know he does as well. We just enjoy doing things mm-hmm. for others. Yeah. Oh, and, absolutely. And just we both. I mean, I get a kick out of it, right? Like yeah. I'm competitive. Clearly, he's competitive. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it's just it's just good fun competition. But we did full disclosure get blown out of the water by uh, Polk County Sheriff Tadman the following week. What the heck? He he served over fifteen hundred. And I don't know if it's like a last weekend thing or if what, it was advertising. What, do you have girls with bikinis helping him or what? My goodness. I don't know if he emptied out the Polk County Jail. I, I mean, I don't run our jail here, so I couldn't pull that card. Maybe that's what he did. But oh, he, boy. He, was, he just just took us to the woodshed. You know, how important is it, Sheriff, uh, to get out there and not in your capacity is what you do, but to get out there and, and mingle with the people because um, you're a very friendly guy. You're You're... Um, I know as far as media and, and accessibility, you're easily uh, reachable and you yeah. are willing to talk to anybody. But how important is that for you? Uh, not just, you know, upholding the law, but letting people know you're around. And, and let's face it, with the way the world is now, uh, not everybody is, is, you know, they don't all like law enforcement like we right. do up here. But how important is that to you? Well, I mean, I, I've said it before that I started getting involved in the community over 20 years ago, mm-hmm. right? Like this isn't something I just started when I wanted to run for sheriff. So I've been part of committees, groups in excess of, well, at the time it wasn't quite 20 years, right? But continuing to do that is important to me because something that I preached about is don't don't forget about where you came from, mm-hmm. right? And, yeah. and you know, the first thing that a lot of people said after I got elected in these groups that I'm part of, right? Different groups, like the five Law Enforcement 5K Committee, mm-hmm. uh, Ducks Unlimited, just different things. Knights of Columbus, all of these, all of these different groups, Optimist Club, uh, they're like, well, I suppose now you won't have time. You'll have to assign somebody else. And it's important for me to continue to be involved, to not to be too big or too busy for that, because you have to remember where you came from. Yeah. And, and I, do, I do enjoy it. Uh, it is a lot now with kids mm-hmm. being very, very involved. Mm-hmm. My youngest is six. He'll be seven. He'll be in first grade next year. He's starting to get more into activities. He's been the steadfast watcher his entire yep. life. Yep. And now he's getting more involved. So, I mean, just the older the kids get, you're well aware, yep. the more traveling you do, mm-hmm. the more places you go, the more practices and games you have. Um, so I, I, I plan to stay committed to, you know, these groups and activities. Yeah. It's, it's important to me because I want people to know that, you know, obviously I still enjoy that. Yeah. Stuff. And, and, you know, you only live once. Right? Uh, you're right? still fairly young, you know, keep the plate full. Um, a good friend of mine um, does a lot of announcing, too. And, and he was heen and hawing about because he has one son. Uh, that is now to the age where he's playing weekend sports and things like that. And I've, I've been telling him, and he, and he listened to me. I said, you know what? You are going to be blown away by how quick your son will grow up, and all of a sudden he's gone. Mm-hmm. It's going to blow you away. So you have to enjoy it while you can. And, right. and he took heed to that, and, and he stopped doing all the other things. And, yeah. and he's told me, man, you are so right. But yeah. you're just telling me your kid's going to be – he's driving, right. you know, and – it's amazing how yeah. fast they grow fast. up. I mean, you've got a team now. Uh, the one thing you and your wife can look forward to is, oh, you guys are probably going to have like 85 grandkids, <laughs> yeah, you know? Right. Um, but they do grow up awfully fast. Yeah, they do. I, it's hard to believe that we have one on the downward slide already going yeah, freshman crazy? next year. And it's like, wow. Like, 
our first baby is yep jeez you could like, be buying a letterman jacket pretty soon <laughs> yeah, and all right. that fun stuff yeah right. your first baby yeah now getting back to the whole sacred heart fish fry thing you beat mark dobmeyer by a couple of meals yeah. there um so what's in it for you now so because you guys had a bet yeah, right yeah we do so or we did so uh sometime this season we'll make sure that uh, you're well aware of it uh, I am going to be driving the hot rod number thirteen at the uh, at the bull ring. Wow! So whether that's for some hot laps, yeah, I don't think I have any business right driving in a race. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but we we'll, we want to put on a good show, sure. Right? So we'll make sure that we got a couple weeks ahead of time. Uh, we let people know, hey, this is what's going on. Maybe it'll be during intermission break. I don't know. Yeah, Mar- Mark was going to make me drive for him supposedly if he wasn't healed up and thank goodness uh he was <laughs> he's never even made me that powers. damn offer <laughs> right? yeah. well believe me i'll know about it yeah. because i'll be the guy upstairs yeah, screaming about it so yeah. uh, for exciting i yeah. mean if, we'll try to draw a good crowd you know that oh, night yeah. at the bull ring and just I'd, you know pump it out and, i'd be puckering up right now even talking about it myself yeah. boy well, you know i was super excited about it and now i'm a little nervous like i like speed like i like chasing cars i don't know about ripping on a track in a you know quarter mile track in circles we'll see what happens i tell you what we've got uh three of mark's fire suits in the back room here you can try one on just i'd love <laughs> yeah. to put that picture out on social media that'll happen um okay now that we've spent 15 minutes talking about every other thing in the world yeah. let's talk a little bit about uh first off uh national police week yeah um you know it seems like there's a week or a day for everything now there is um I think this is a well-deserved week. Uh, what does it mean to you? You know, it, it's always an Im- important week to remember those that came before you that gave yes. their lives in the line of duty, especially in your area. And in the upper Red River Valley, the Northern Valley, there's 68 officers that are going to be recognized Thursday with their names wow. read off. Uh, the week obviously uh, took a turn for us in 2020. Yeah, when mm-hmm. we lost when we lost somebody close to home, and it's very unfortunate. But typically, that's how how people you know respond to things is depending on your degree of separation. Well, mm-hmm. there's no separation here. It happened in our home. Yeah, and so now this week takes on a whole different meaning. Um, it's just it's more impactful. Plus, you know, Cody gave his life may 27 absolutely and and we're right this week is always the same week it's always may 15th as peace officer memorial day uh it, it means it means a lot right it's it's important for us to make sure that we honor them and this is leading directly into a magnificent project that former sheriff current chairman bob ross started when he was still sheriff i believe he's been working on this project for like six years a uh, peace officer law enforcement memorial wall in our own community. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he recognized and, and uh, realized that there is not a wall or a place for law, fallen law enforcement officers right. in yep. Grand Forks County, but all the other big communities have one. Mm-hmm. So he went to work on that. I want to say it was six plus years ago. Yeah. And he just started with his idea and started garnishing, you know, help and asking people for, you know, what can you provide? What can you do? He got the Optimist Club to allow their park to be utilized for it. And once he transitioned out of being sheriff and into the commission role, uh, it seems like that time frame is when the park district gave us more buy-in. And I think that's likely because of the Veterans Park. Sure. They were fully mm-hmm. vested in that project, yeah. project which is fantastic. Both of I these mean, projects. So you, just jaw-dropping, right? Should have been years ago. Right. And and so they formed a committee and I'm on that committee mm-hmm. as well, another, you know, time time commitment. 
but uh, they worked very diligently. We we all did. The whole committee did to through philanthropy to raise money. And uh, over the last four plus years, we've raised over four hundred and fifteen thousand wow. dollars. And Thursday, Thursday, this thing is uh, going to be unveiled. Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. And it, I, you know, I've seen pictures of it, uh, but I drove by it. And if if you don't know where it is, you go down Cherry Street, and it's just before Forty Seventh Avenue South is Optimus Park. And if you're coming from the North Drive and South, you slowly go around a subtle curve. And you make your way around that curve, and you. And when I saw it, like I wish I had a video of my face. I was just taken back. You know, I'm that's like, what Dale said too when he drove is, by. You know, the when the benches got in and the flags got up and that statue got in. I think there might be a picture uh, shortly being yep. displayed of of the actual monument. So wow. this this was taken on uh, Monday, the, and the picture does not do it justice. When you when you go there and see it, you're it's just it's. For a law enforcement officer, it's very, very humbling to see that. It's and given it's, me the fuzzies right it's now. A great, it really is. Great, great place for individuals to go recognize uh, fallen officers. You know, we had, it, it's been actually a, a great thing. We didn't realize, uh, I'm going to look at my notes here, see if I can find it, but we didn't realize that there was actually, we, you know, we try to do as much diligence as we can. There it is, uh, to make sure that we have all fallen officers' names recognized. Well, Bob was at a meeting and it was brought to his attention that an individual mentioned that uh, their relative was a, a police officer with Burlington Northern. And on, oh, sure. And on, I can't remember what day it was, but it, they got called out. I believe it was a holiday or something like that. And they got called out for uh, suspicious activity in the rail yard and they were found deceased. Oh, uh, this Burlington Northern Peace Officer. They passed away in 1970. Uh, Special Agent uh, Frank Clarence Schultz. Oh, wow. Grand, fantastic, right? Like through this conversation yeah. and the building of the wall, we discovered that there was another officer that passed away in the line of duty. His name is on the wall. Jeez. And it'll be read off tomorrow. Wow. Uh, I was uh, so. going through some of the archives, and uh, Bob Ross was actually on the show a couple of years ago uh, when they were trying to get this thing rolling yeah. and, and get it going. Um, you know, it's funny. Uh, my wife gives me a hard time, uh, Sheriff, because in the afternoons now I'll watch reruns of Cops. <laughs> and what strikes me is how many law enforcement guys and gals started out with Working on Wall Street, or or they had a, their degree is something completely different than law enforcement, and something happened in their life. Either they thought it was really boring sitting at a desk, uh, you know, trying to figure out how to waste other people's money, or do I want to go help people? Mm-hmm. And it's funny they all have these stories where it's like, you know what, I, I wasn't happy. Uh, yeah. This is what makes me happy: being out with the people, keeping other people safe. That's what makes me happy. And, you know, I'm guessing that happens a lot. I'm guessing a lot of law enforcement people didn't intend to do that it, until it, they got older. Right. And, and it, it varies. And, it, you know, it does take a special person, just like, just like running a radio show. Right? Sure, sure. And uh, it, it is kind of intriguing. We, we do grab some from other lines of, lines mm-hmm. of duty, employment, mm-hmm. et cetera, electricians, Plumbers, I mean, sure. you, you name it. There are some different ones. Right now, it just seems like uh, with the current trend and time, is we're typically grabbing people that have the drive to go into law enforcement. Uh, one disadvantage we have at the sheriff's office is right now at this time we will not 
when I say we, I, I won't pay to send people to the Peace Officer Academy to get the training, to get licensed, Okay, which is a semester. Why not? Uh, historically, for the sheriff's office, that was not very beneficial. Where what, what happened was you would pay to send, you pay them their salary and you cover their schooling mm-hmm. to go get their license so they can be a cop. They come back and they say, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to go work here. Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what the right strategy is there. I know that the police department downstairs in our building has been very successful with that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, they also pay a little bit better than we do too. Sure. But uh, it's been very successful for them. And that is an opportunity to, to draw from other other lines of, of work. You know, I would imagine uh, you being the sheriff of Grand Forks County. And, and you know, I mean, I'm going to use Minneapolis-St. Paul as an example. Um, think about how many uh, law enforcement people have quit, have yeah. left the business, because I don't blame them being down there. Right. Uh, for one thing, they don't have any backup. Uh, a lot of the people aren't behind what they do. But in your mind, back in your mind, were you thinking to yourself, you know what, if these guys could only come up here and see how we are treated up here and what life is like up here. Maybe we could talk a few of these guys into coming up here. But yeah. um, I, I think it just fouled them so bad. It left such a bad taste in their mouth with being in some of these places that, you know, they'll probably never go back to law enforcement right. again. And, that, and that's a tragedy. I mean, that's too bad because we don't have enough of you guys. Yeah, you know, some of them, you know, we, I know a few, I have a few contacts down in the, the mm-hmm. St. Paul, Minneapolis area, law enforcement officers. And boy, they they definitely went through some some yeah. trying times in 2020, and uh, it, it was a very very tough stretch for them. Some of them are going into aviation, some are going into business, like mm-hmm. you said. Some are going the opposite way; they're not leaving those jobs to come be cops. They're leaving the cop job to go do the other ones. Yeah, exactly. And and it is interesting. I I was fortunate to attend some leadership training with a, I believe he was a lieutenant out of Minneapolis and it was after the the 2020 deal the May May 25th incident mm-hmm. I believe mm-hmm. it was down in Minneapolis and man just it's a different world down there and and I'll be honest with you and people can be upset if they want but I don't go to Minneapolis unless I'm packing heat yeah and, oh, and you're it's, right it's my personal choice same with me and I mean we were just down there for uh it was like two and a half weeks ago for a little hockey tournament, mm-hmm. we hit the mall up, Mall of America, early in the morning, and we left. I don't know. It was shortly afternoon, but shortly after we left, they went on lockdown. There's a crazy guy yeah. outside with a yeah. sawed-off shotgun, whatever. <laughs> and then during the lockdown, there was a big brawl upstairs in the food court between kids. It's like this is exactly yeah. why I yep. hate this place. Yep, like, exactly I'd why I'd rather I live go right somewhere do. else. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I, maybe I told you this story, but uh, junior year in high school, you take the career aptitude test. Um, mine was number one was law enforcement. And I, I really thought hard about it. Yeah. I did until I got that damn radio bug and I got accepted <laughs> in, anyway. But uh, yeah, I, I, you know what? Maybe I could have gave you a run for your money with the sheriff yeah, thing. Um, you <laughs> we, we have got so much more to talk about, all the things going on tomorrow at the Northern Valley Law Enforcement Memorial, and we're yeah. going to get to that after we hear from this from Executive Properties. Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? 
Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. All right, and we are back. Uh, Grand Forks County Sheriff Andy Schneider is in the studio. Uh, right now, um, That we are talking, it is uh, National Police Week. Uh, tomorrow, big things going on at the Northern Valley Law Enforcement Memorial, which, by the way, just got finished like, yeah. real recently. Uh, it, it's... Probably being finished right now. Okay, uh, we were we were lucky to have a uh, a a donor uh, come in and saw saw it today. So they they're laying grass down to cover up the dirt. Oh, we we might have a little bit of mm-hmm. uh, sprinkles tomorrow to to yeah. cr- christen the ceremony. But you know what? Like like I already talked to a couple of them. We're out here to recognize people that gave the ultimate sacrifice. I think we can handle being wet. Absolutely. Uh, it's I mean it's just very important for us to. To do this dedication tomorrow, sure. Uh, for the grand opening of of the memorial wall, the memorial site, and, and this just isn't for Grand Forks and Grand Forks County, correct? Uh, fallen officers, is yeah. it? Yeah. So it covers. I'm going to get this wrong, and this is where Bob should be here. Okay. <laughs> I believe it's 13 counties. Okay. Between the two state, maybe 14 counties, uh, and then we go all the way up into Canada. Yeah, we, we cover and Canada, local as well. and federal, and federal. Wow. Yeah, so it's right now, uh, tomorrow the roll call will read off officers' names from 19 different law enforcement agencies, two states, right, North Dakota, Minnesota, and uh, and there's going to be 68 total law officers' names that are that are read off tomorrow that have given their life in the, we call it the Upper Red River Valley, Northern sure. Red River Valley. Uh, I mean, with anything, you got to make a cutoff point somewhere, right? Yeah, absolutely. So with, yeah. with Fargo having having their their area, uh, we decided, you know, this this is the the realm. This is the mm-hmm. the scope that we're going to focus on. We don't need on. Fargo. <laughs> yeah. Well, I get along just great with the sheriff down there. Yeah. I, I know the chief, and you know they're 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 good guys, but they they do take care of themselves. Yes, they do. Yeah. Um. Now, for you people that don't know, this is going to start at two o'clock tomorrow. Yeah, two p.m. and and it is uh on the dot. So just a couple things. This is going to vary a little bit. Usually, this is held downtown Grand Forks mm-hmm. in front of the county courthouse. Right. And typically, uh, you can park at the parking ramp or side streets while this clearly is in near a residential area. Yeah. So Cherry Street will be blocked off uh, a little bit south and a little bit north of the actual site so we can have our vehicles displayed. Mm-hmm. We, we encourage people to come and park along Cherry. You can look along 47th. Obviously, a little bit longer walk would be the Icon hockey yep. area there. Got plenty of overflow for at the Icon. Please don't block the fire department driveway. Oh, boy, they, no. They might, they might just push you right out of the way. Yeah. Uh, or they might cook you a hamburger. Yeah. I don't know. It could go either way. <laughs> so uh, stay, stay out of their way. But there will be plenty of parking. We're, we're aware of that. It's, it's going to be a little bit of a, a walk-in. But, hey, I mean, come check it out. It's going to be fantastic. It will start promptly at two with a quick dedication. When I say quick, I'm talking five to ten minutes mm-hmm. because everybody that is on the memorial board that created the wall is in full 100% agreement that the 
important thing tomorrow is recognizing those that gave their lives Absolutely. in line of duty. And so the majority of this ceremony is going to be dedicated after the ceremony dedication, five to 10 minutes. The rest of it is the peace officer memorial for the Northern Red River Valley. And if you haven't, if you haven't seen it yet, you should really come. Uh, just, I mean, we'll have, you know, Canadian mounted police mm-hmm. there and just seeing some of these uniforms and the way that it's put together. I mean, 11 years now that this has been going on yeah. and it is it is perfected and I'll say it and Bob will say it anybody here will say it and I think we'd get buy-in from around the state this is the best memorial service in the state of North Dakota wow. not not only because of the way it's put together but just you know the buy-in the agencies mm-hmm. it is amazing and this this uh, area is now going to make it even better you know, not only um, will you have, like, I know you got a helicopter flyover. So, unfortunately, they're tasked in the great city of, uh, well, we'll just say southern Minnesota. Oh, We okay. won't have the flyover. Uh, we, we have run into a couple difficulties with some scheduling conflicts that we haven't had in the past. So, we will have a couple of things that are not there okay. tomorrow. But I'm not even going to mention it because you won't know if you've never been there. Sure. Uh, but it's gonna, it's still going to go flawless, right? We'll, we'll march in the colors. There will be the 21-gun yep. salute. There's going to be the reading of names. We have uh, Attorney General Drew Wrigley coming oh. to, do this, to the, be the guest speaker. Mm-hmm. Absolutely amazing deal. This one will probably run like an hour and 10 minutes. We run a tight ship because time is very uh, precious to everybody. Sure. So we try to be mindful of that. And it's, it's in and out in about an hour. Okay. Are there going to be bagpipes? I'm waiting for a text back. That's one of the cancellations that we had. Those are the, that, that yeah. is like the, the straw yeah. right there. Yeah, that will bring this dude to tears. You're not the only When one. the bagpipes get going. That's uh, tough. I mean, man. So we are, we, I've reached out a couple different ways towards a bagpiper. If anybody listening knows somebody that can hit the bagpipes, get a, get a hold of uh, GFBS here yeah. or get a hold of the sheriff's office. We would love to have you Man. get there about one o'clock and, and uh, practice up and it would be fantastic. There's gotta be a bagpiper in ground for us. There's gotta be. Gotta I, be. I, Maybe I, I should do a Facebook post. You should. Right huh? Perfect. Right okay. All right. Um, you know, you had talked about how much money it took uh, to get this memorial going yeah. and, and to get it finished and, and, how many people have donated? Um, I try to find a list. Um, I, you know, and, and we, I'm sure we can't go over everybody, but uh, I know one uh, group, the Red River yes. Valley Motorcycle Club. Thank you. It's like fifty one thousand yeah. dollars or something they have raised. We have got we have got to acknowledge them. You know, I I cannot be more thankful for that group of guys. You know, it's yeah, Gowan Kasager, Mike Hagen. Mike Hagen was one of the first that reached out to me, and thank you, Mike, for for reaching out and saying, hey, why haven't you guys got a hold of us on this? You need to come to a meeting. And they are fully vested, just like they were in the Veterans Park. Yeah. They're fully vested yeah. in us finishing this project, and they're dedicated to it, and we can't thank them enough. Like you said, there is a pile of donors out there and that have given a lot, right? Um, I think the simplest way to go about this is telling everybody thank you especially the Red River Valley motorcyclists. Yeah. I mean, they just, they just have knocked it out of the park for us. If, if it wasn't for them, we're looking at at least probably another year and, and more philanthropy, you know, trying to raise this money. And, and you so. know, they get it, uh, Sheriff. When you say there's a lot of people that have donated a lot, yeah. what is this memorial for? Right. There was no bigger donation or sacrifice than what these men and women in law enforcement did to end up having a memorial like this. Yeah, very true. And that's that's what it's all about. Yeah. Um, 
you know, it's funny because there are groups around here, and, and I'm going to use the Red River Valley Motorcycle Club again. Um, it doesn't matter. When they put their mind to something, yeah. that's all they're going to talk about. Get oh, out of the way. Yeah, and it's, oh, oh it's by happening. the way, we've got a motorcycle club, too. It, it's like that's just on the back burner yeah. for these guys. Yeah. They set their mind to something, and... I mean, they'll call me all the time. Hey, yeah. can we get on the show? You know, we we, we right. still got this going on, and and, yeah. and it's like, you make my job easier. Absolutely, yeah, they're just workhorses. I tell you what, and it's great, great group to allow us into their world and be part of something that that uh, they're passionate about. Right, so, right. Very fortunate. So two o'clock tomorrow, I would get there a little early. I'd probably yeah. bring an umbrella. I'd, yeah, come 10, 15 minutes early. Yep. You know, we're we're not gonna be able to provide canopies for everybody. No, I looked at the weather system. You know, it's just I'm not a meteorologist. Yeah, but the forecast right now is looking like temps uh, right drop about, about right about two degrees. o'clock. We yeah. should be getting some sprinkles on the yeah. north side of town. But so. you know what? We do need it. Uh, we yeah, do, we'll we do need it. a little bit we of can't rain. Can't complain. Um, Optimus Park, forty six oh one Cherry Street. Uh, boy, I tell you what, this is going to be, and, and I hate to almost use the word celebration. Yeah. Um, but it's it a kind somber of is. celebration. Yes, it, it, yep. it is. And it, 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 if law enforcement means to you people what it means to the people in this studio right now, um, and if you can, if you have the means to do this, uh, not only are you showing support for the for the men and women that gave their lives, but you're showing support for everybody that helped make this thing happen too. And um, absolutely, you know, um, uh, it's too bad Bob Ross isn't here. Yeah. Um, I would love to 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 get him on the show because I know what this means to him. Oh yeah, uh, to see it all come into fruition and, and you know you know he'll be in here. Yeah, he'll, he'll come in. and He's <clears throat> gonna want to talk to you about it mm-hmm. because it's it's just fantastic. And on that note. I mean, just a reminder to people that the the fundraising never ends, right? Right, right. Maintenance of the flags, the mm-hmm. lights. Look, look at the Veterans Park, right? We would love to add to this park security cameras, right? They're being sure. they're being installed. We want to make sure it's not vandalized. Yeah, isn't that something? And Jeez. yeah, it's just you know, look, have to put look, security cameras up at a memorial. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look look at how much uh, hatred it saved in in our city, though, at Veterans Park, mm-hmm. where that bench was they thought vandalized and the. The security video actually showed it getting whatever, some sort of heat pulse or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Nobody was there and it just crumbled. Yeah. Like, <laughs> thank goodness the, the city, Grand Forks PD wasn't running around with a fictitious investigation right, for right. who knows how well, long. It's right? time and money. And, yeah. and, and the thing is, is it shows people aren't really that crappy. Right. right they yeah. would do something we got a, like we got that. A good, we got a good community. I, I agree with you. Um, I, I, again... I mean, yeah, there's the minority of people that don't support you guys, uh, but I think the majority of us does. I, I, I think we all know that. That's a yeah, hands-down we, deal. We appreciate that. And, for and sure. it's been shown time and time again. <clears throat> yeah. um, this is just another reason, folks. Optimus Park, 4601 Cherry Street, starts at 2 o'clock tomorrow. They'll have the roll call, uh, the 21-gun salute, and more. Uh, it's a great way to go show uh, you know, your support uh, for not only the people that gave their lives, but for the people that have worked on this and the people that are still putting their lives in danger yep. every single day when you guys clock in, uh, you don't know. And, and and the thing is, I think your job used to be a little more cut and dry back in the day. It's not anymore. Uh, people aren't the way they used to be anymore. Uh, I don't know how you guys do it. I really don't. Um, if it was me, I'd be pulling my gun out every five minutes. <laughs> I, I, I know I would. But um, yeah, it's constantly you, evolving. There's no doubt about yeah, it. Yeah, and you guys, you and your your whole force, um, you guys do a great job. Thank you. And we're uh, we're fortunate to have the crew that we do right now. The, great, great group of people. Did you find somebody for the front desk yet? 
interviews start Friday. Oh, okay. Yeah. You interested? <laughs> no. Uh, maybe. I, I don't know. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, that, that's you, the thing about you guys. What you guys do, it, it's pretty much something different every day, isn't it? It is. It is. Yeah. You never know. You, I I still attempt sometimes to make a plan for my day. Yeah. It's, I, it's a waste of time. No. No. <laughs> just, it, just add it to the checklist that you hope to accomplish. You know, it, it, one thing for I'm sure you're aware too. When once once the eight o'clock whistle blows, uh, anything you had planned is out the window because right. you don't know what's coming at yeah, you. So yeah. I try to get I come in early occasionally and try mm-hmm. to get things done. Uh, usually there's in, people in the office and I end up having some time and they have time to actually talk. So yeah, that and, doesn't work either. No, and you know <laughs> you you meet people on the street or out in your job duties doing what you're doing. You can't be the sheriff where if somebody says, well, hey, you know, Sheriff Schneider, how are you? You can't just say, fine, I got to go. Yeah, right. that's, not, that's not the way it works. Yeah. And, and if that happens to you a dozen times in a day, Okay, say five minutes every. You know, yeah. you do my, the math. Uh, my little, well, my twelve-year-old is loves the gym. He loves working out, and typically we use the the gym in the basement of the police department. Oh, okay. And he wanted to get a good leg day, and he wanted to go to Choice. I said, just so you know, like there's probably going to be some distractions when we go there. Like people like to talk, and uh, we left that day, and we were walking out, and I said, "See what I mean?" And he goes, "Yep." Kids twelve, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, twelve years old, and he's worried about leg day. Yeah, <laughs> holy smokes! He woke me up at five fifteen this morning. Let's go, no Dad. Kidding. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So, yeah, uh, I'd be awfully proud of my family. Yeah, uh, I'd be proud of my boys. He's I know that kid. my yeah. kid never woke me up at five fifteen <laughs> yeah. to go do legs. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming hey, in. We today. appreciate you having us in and letting us talk about this huge. Uh, ceremony tomorrow. Very important to us, important to the community, and we appreciate your support as well here. You know, and and when Bob Ross told me you were going to be coming in, uh, taking over for him because he's ill, um, that's awesome. Uh, Between you and Bob both, your phone call away. Yeah. Uh, And basically, that's it. And, And if you guys can swing it, you're always here. Yeah. And um, it's one of the reasons why I think the the community loves you guys so much. So Well, I appreciate it. Uh, thank you very much. We'll talk here in a minute. Uh, again, if, if we don't see you tomorrow, we'll see you at the bull ring. Oh, yeah, that's right. All right. That's coming around, too, isn't it? <laughs> it is. Uh, Optimus Park, 4601, 4601 Cherry Street. Uh, it's a big celebration tomorrow for uh, National Police Day. Is that tomorrow? I know it's National Police Week. The police day was the 15th. Okay, that yep. was the 15th. So it's National Police Week. Northern Valley Law Enforcement Memorial is going to be going on tomorrow. And again, that's at uh, 4601 Cherry Street at Optimus Park. Uh, again, thank you, Grand Forks County Sheriff Andy Schneider. And uh, our show today, uh, by the way, uh, what am I? Oh, our show today, by the way, uh, was brought to you by Moe's Cafe right here in the Grand Cities Mall. Uh, love this place. Their daily dish today, classic spaghetti and meatballs, uh, giant meatballs made with beef and pork, tossed with Moe's homemade tomato sauce with spaghetti and topped with Parmesan cheese. Of course, you're going to get your dar- garlic toast with that, too, and it's only 11 bucks today at your Moe's Cafe in the Grand Cities Mall. If you don't like the daily dish, hey, order off the menu, all right? Hey, tomorrow on Dirty Thursday, brought to you by River City Speedway, uh, we're going to talk with an IMCA driver, Brody Eckert. Now, if the name Eckert sounds familiar... Well, it should. His old man used to run for a long time. Uh, Not sure if I've even met Brody, so I'm pretty fired up about this. Uh, Dale has got big screens and TV streams on at 1 o'clock this afternoon, so enjoy that. And remember to like, share, tag, and follow us, all right? If you hit that notification bell on your smartphone, you'll never miss a show. It dings every time, okay? Uh, The Grand Cities, they are grand. Grand Fork's best source is giving them an identity again.